Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Misty morning fog with all oh, our hearts that thump in you. You know, I've been listening to that song for years. I have no idea what he's singing about. I, I know it's about a brown-eyed girl, but Daryl, do you know what he's singing about? No. <laughs> I should look up the, you know, the lyrics, but I think he was having a good time. No, no, I'm still trying to figure out what American Pie's about. Uh, don't even try. Bye-bye, Miss American <laughs> Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. You can find it anytime you want, Tom. Uh, go find the song and we'll, we'll have a listen. Daryl and I'll have a listen for less than a minute because that's all we can take. Mr. Bricker, how are you? I'm good, Roy. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Great to talk to you. So here we are. It's the, uh, first week of parliament is back and already they're shouting at each other and accusing each other of who knows what, because people increasingly pay less attention to what happens in parliament and we should. But you asked Canadians what's most important to us with politicians back, coincidentally, and I'm not surprised at what they said. So could you tell us, first of all, what it is and then break it down for us, please? Yeah, four issues, uh, and all of them are very interrelated. So the first one, cost of living. So just getting by from day to day. Uh, the second one, inflation and interest rates, obviously related to cost of living. The third one, uh, the affordability of housing obviously also related to the cost of living. And the, the one that sneaks in there that you usually don't see is immigration. Now, normally immigration is the type of issue that, uh, you know, people, there, there are some people in the country who are concerned about change and that kind of thing. But now what it's become is almost like a cost of living issue. It's related to the other three, which is if there are more people coming in here, it's driving up the cost of uh, particularly housing, which is making it harder for me to get by from day to day. So it's, it's really a, like a, a, an interrelated set of issues, but really all about one thing, which is how am I going to make it through the next week? Yeah, I wonder whether people have been nervous about pointing to immigration as something they're not 100% sure of, at least the level of immigration in this country. Because when I've raised it with people uh, in private conversation, they've generally tried to steer away from it. But increasingly recently, I've been hearing this connection, as you said, the, the increased level of immigration uh, having an effect on, on health care, on housing, on every other aspect of Canadian life. And, and it, it, it's fairly obvious that this is going on. And so now we have the government saying, okay, we'll cut back on, uh, on foreign students uh, coming, to, uh, coming to Canada. Um, is it, does inflation or not inflation, immigration have enough legs to climb even higher in this area of, um, concern and, and interest for Canadians? Yeah, it certainly does because people need something, something to blame. So, uh, it's, re it's really interesting. I've never seen immigration play in Canada like this. No, I, I haven't either. I've been doing this for three decades and <clears throat> pardon me, sometimes you can see on, on the cultural front, change, you know, so if there's a, a major incident involving immigrant groups or um, sometimes it's on the question of the competence of the management of the immigration system, like we saw a couple of years ago at Roxham Road, but uh, cost of living never comes up. Mm -hmm. So affordability is number one. 
Nothing's changed. No. Well, it, it, ha- it has changed over time because normally what you do see is healthcare at the top of the list, mm-hmm. or you might even see unemployment at the top of the list. But things that relate specifically to the cost of living, and particularly interest rates and inflation, I haven't seen that since the early 1980s. Yeah, people better pay attention to this in, in power if they wish to be elected or reelected, because over the last year, year and a half, this has been a growing, massive concern. I hear it all the time. Can't afford it. Need to get this thing. Can't afford it. Must do this. Can't afford it. And we're not used to that. And people are at the edge of their, I suppose, affordability um, horizon. And you have 40% of Canadians going to bed at night worried about whether they can afford things or not. So um, it's energy. It's food. It's, it's the fuel. It's the clothing. It's living our lives has become just too expensive than housing has left so many people in, in desperate straits. And Daryl, it's, it's come on very quickly. Uh, I mean, in, in, in a big picture sense, it's happened quickly. And uh, they don't have much time to fix this before the voters start to take it out on politicians and political parties. And we have a federal election that's not that far away. Now, that is true. And uh, you can see the, uh, the government is, the Liberal Party is pivoting into this issue and trying to find a way to empathize with the situation with Canadians and and um, and uh, trying to, to to figure out a way that they can through their announcements and their programming and probably through an upcoming budget to to speak specifically to to those issues. The question though is whether or not uh, the public is prepared to listen, yeah. um, or more importantly, whether they not whether or not they actually see this government is being able to deliver the type of change that they want to have. And, you know, when we go out and we do surveys and we ask Canadians, you know, do you think the government deserves to be reelected or is it time for somebody else to govern? Uh, Time for somebody else to govern up to 71%, which is exactly the number it was just before the election in 2015 when Justin Trudeau won. Mm -hmm. You you did find, though, that uh, Mr. Trudeau and his liberals have gained a little bit of ground on the conservatives now, yes? A, a little bit, but <laughs> they're still fluctuating within a, within a, a, a you know, probably a double digit behind. I think we have them nine, nine points, uh, the Liberals uh, nine points behind. But, you know, even at nine, and we're kind of on the lower end of uh, what the lead is for the Conservatives right now, even at nine, it's, it's a wipeout. Okay. I feel sorry for you because you're, you're going through experiencing what I experienced a couple of weeks ago. The cough? Yeah, I wasn't sure what it was. I, I got laryngitis, and uh, then my nose started to do what you know, what it does, and I thought, what is this? And you know, it takes me a while. Sometimes my my synapses don't connect perfectly, and it took a while for me to say, it's a cold, dummy. And no, I, uh, I actually feel fine. It's it's just well, I, there you I, go, Mister Bricker. Well, this exactly <laughs> that's exactly what I've been saying on the air. I yeah. feel fine, <laughs> but yeah, then the I voice went completely. Fine. But uh, yeah, sorry for to your listeners for having to listen. To that. No, no, no. Hey, have a listen to this. Long, long time ago, I can still remember how that music used to make me smile, and I knew if I had much. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. 
And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.